You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Wednesday, talking more things New Orleans Pelicans. we got a fun one because there's a lot out there and some things we want to look at as we get towards the start of the regular season. We're going to look at the three rookies, Zion Williamson, Jackson Hayes, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Not anything they're doing on the court per se, but just the general sense around these guys all hanging out, having fun, being teenagers, and taking it all in, and why that's a good thing for the future of this franchise. We're then going to take a look at the Kevin Durant interview with the Wall Street Journal, his maybe genuine unhappiness being an NBA player, but how that ties back to Josh Hart and him finding out how he was traded from the Lakers to the Pelicans. Then we're going to touch on Lonzo Ball, his continued development, not on court necessarily, but some of the off-court stuff, side-court stuff maybe is the best way to put it, uh, particularly about his shoes. So let's dive into everything in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. So the three Pelicans rookies, at least on the roster this year, we're not counting Didi Silva, who's going to be playing in Australia, have been spending a lot of time together. You saw them at the Tulane game. They then immediately went to the LSU game a couple days later before taking in that Monday night Saints thrilling victory, which, by the way, was Zion Williamson's first ever NFL game. Pretty cool one to go to as, well, let's kick that game-winning field goal over the Texans on Monday night. But you saw all three of the rookies there all wearing different Saints players' jerseys, Zion had the Drew Brees jersey. I think it was Jackson Hayes who was rocking the Cam Jordan jersey. And then I think Nikhil Alexander-Walker had the Michael Thomas jersey. Very cool to see them on the sideline taking it all in. Not that you haven't seen Pelicans players there before, but it's all of these three guys hanging out together, going to the boot together, doing other things together. That is really encouraging. You have these three guys that are walking into a situation far beyond their years. Zion is 19. When he was at the Tulane game talking with the kids in the student section. Those are his peers, essentially, in terms of the age group that he's in. He is not someone who's been in the league for even one year or multiple years. He's a kid by all you know intents and purposes. So he's barely able to vote. Um, so this is something that's kind of foreign to them. Getting thrown into a very grown-up situation and having to mature very quickly can sometimes lead to some problems. Now, there's going to be good people around him to help you with that, but sometimes just having some friends to help you through the growing pains that whether you can confide in them or just hang out and have fun with them is an important thing too. Look, J.J. Redick, as much as we like him, probably isn't going to be hanging out with Zion Williamson and these younger guys on the weekend doing whatever it is they want to go and do because J.J. Redick has kids and a family and he clearly wants to spend time with them. Probably a similar situation from Drew Holiday, who on the road isn't going out to clubs or bars or what have you that these NBA players do. He's staying in the hotel with his family for the most part, doing other things. 
and that's okay. But if you were the only rookie on this team and kind of in a different age gap than some of these other guys, it maybe isolates you a little bit, maybe makes this less fun than it could be otherwise. Well, you don't need to worry about that now if you're Zion Williamson, if you're Jackson Hayes, if you're Nikhil Alexander-Walker, because all of them are hanging out. They're all the same age, basically, and they're having a lot of fun doing this and clearly becoming friends. They're all over each other on social media, which is great. I'm not an Instagram user, really, but they're constantly tagging each other, taking pictures with each other, checking in with each other, sharing their shoes that they're all wearing when they're out, and it just creates a sense of camaraderie. And this helps build that culture, that family-like culture that David Griffin has spoke extensively about. That's what he wants to build. They are a family. That's the way he views this. Well, these guys now have some brothers as part of this family that they might not quite have had to the same degree, even if it was a family atmosphere, if they weren't all the same range, all the same rookie class. They basically said this is like a recruiting class in college where these guys are going to be closer to each other than they would be otherwise. It means when there's tough things going on, they're there for each other. It probably helps get you through those tough times too. And if it makes it more fun, it probably endears them more to this organization. They like it more. They want to stay here longer. You can all, you know, we all know the benefits of this. You don't need me talking to you on a podcast about it. Having friends is never a bad thing. Friends you get along with, friends you have a lot of fun with, and that's what they're doing and building here in New Orleans. You don't want an entirely young team. You need to have that balance of everything, but having these three guys come in to lean on each other, learn from each other, push each other, be on the same page with each other, I think is only a great thing, and if that does... Anything to help them stay in New Orleans longer, because all of these three guys, particularly Zion and the rest of them, show an absolute ton of potential. It's just a good thing. There's nothing bad about this whatsoever. So I think this is going to lead to a lot more fun during the regular season. When you're having fun, things just tend to go better. It helps you weather those rougher periods of time when there will be some losses coming up a little bit easier. And again, if it means they'll stay in New Orleans, I don't know, their whole careers, assuming they're good. Yeah, I think that would be a great thing for this franchise. So them building this culture, getting these kind of young guys together, having them kind of click and hit it off right off the bat is a wonderful thing. So awesome to see. It's a lot of fun following these guys on social media, seeing the lives that they're living, that they're all getting along. It makes you feel really good about the future and the direction that this franchise is heading in. So we're going to talk about Kevin Durant and how it ties into Josh Hart in just a minute. But before we do that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by Mack Weldon, which is basically better than anything you're wearing right now. So get 20% off your first order for all of your men's basics. Visit MacWeldon.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. So last week, Kevin Durant gave an interview to the Wall Street Journal that is very revealing and shockingly open and personal for what we normally see when it comes to pro athletes. Uh, and he kind of hits on a number of things. One thing I think we've learned, particularly about Kevin Durant, is he is a very sensitive person, and that's not meant in a negative way whatsoever. But a lot of this stuff gets to him. We've learned the stuff about the burner accounts where he's just trying to out there to defend himself, you know, just like any of us want to do when we're called out in some capacity. So he's just kind of like us. And we get it. You know, uh, was it uh, Adam Silver had said that uh, NBA players he's found are deeply unhappy. 
That's not a good thing. It's not what you want. And part of it comes from being in this media spotlight with it all and just how some of the treatment goes along with the NBA. So seeing how maybe Kevin Durant is unhappy and hopefully he's found some sort of peace and a place that he feels comfortable in and accepted in with the Brooklyn Nets. Josh Hart on his lighthearted podcast, which you should subscribe to and listen to because he gets great guests and they really do open up on there, had um, an interesting thing to say about it where, you know, he found out he was being traded from the Los Angeles Lakers to the New Orleans Pelicans through Twitter and through other people finding out about it on Twitter and texting him about it. And this is a common thing. Part of it is that news moves fast in the NBA. So if something happens, it's already broken maybe before they can inform the players. But if you're a player, this kind of sucks. This is your livelihood. You have serious decisions about where you you know live and all these other things taken out of your hands because of the way the nature that contracts work and you don't really have a choice at it. And you know, no matter who you are, no matter how much money you're making, it can be rough to move from one place to another and have to pick up your life at a moment's notice, particularly if you do have a family and kids. I've talked to Trevor Booker, who's a regular guest on the Locked On NBA podcast about it. And it's like, yeah, it was tough. Either you spend time away from your family, which you don't want to do, or you've got to move your kids to a new school, find out a place to live. It's not an easy thing whatsoever, particularly he found out when he was on vacation, which has got to wreck your vacation because he had to fly out from Cabo like immediately during the all-star break. So it's interesting to hear about this. And Josh Hart faced a little bit of backlash from the Laker fans about this, basically being like, whatever, you were on the Lakers. How dare you get upset? So what he's saying, he was just basically saying it kind of sucks to find out like this and there probably should be and could be a better way though means we won't get the news as quick on Twitter so I don't know if people actually want this in terms of the fans but to let people know kind of what's going on or be upfront about people and say look it's a business we are looking to trade you we're in some trade talks just kind of know that this is a thing and it's a fine balance trying to figure this all out but that can also derail your locker room a little bit just like it did the Los Angeles Lakers when I think Magic Johnson had that uh, talk with the team being like basically you all could be on the block and this is how it goes because it is the NBA they know this getting in it doesn't make it any easier and certainly I sympathize and empathize with these guys when you hear that they've been traded and their life gets turned upside down from everything so for Josh Hart to go out and say that is true and it makes a lot of sense and that probably leads to the unhappiness that maybe is kind of a somewhat of a cloud hanging over the NBA and their players but it's not necessarily wrong to be upset about that sort of thing so interesting to hear Josh Hart kind of tie that in and then that Durant interview which you should read because it's quite revealing about things if you want to learn a little bit more about how maybe he just didn't fit in with the Golden State Warriors and some of the awful things he went through with Oklahoma City um, and the fans after he left there but very interesting it's always uh, nice to hear and it's refreshing to hear NBA players be very revealing and act like human beings versus superstar NBA players too so give that a listen give the Josh Hart lighthearted podcast a listen because we're going to talk about something else that came from that with Lonzo Ball in the next segment coming up. But before we get to that, don't forget, subscribe to the Locked On Pelicans podcast wherever you get your podcast from. It helps keep this free in five days a week for you all during the regular season. It's going to be a very fun season for your New Orleans Pelicans. You want to know everything that's going on with Zion, with Drew, with David Griffin, with Alvin Gentry. So wherever you get your podcast from, hit that subscribe button. Please leave a five-star review as well. 
So also on the Lighthearted Podcast, again, which you should subscribe to since it's hosted by your New Orleans Pelicans, Josh Hart, and get some very interesting guests, including a lot of the Pelicans players. Lonzo Ball was on there talking about the ZO2 shoes from the big baller brand, which he no longer wears. And it sounds like this was a good reason for it because he said during quarters, those shoes were just falling apart and we would have to put on a new pair that they were just not up to the standard and quality that you would want. If you're him and your livelihood depends on how good you are of an NBA player and your shoes are a piece of that equipment and likely important, why are you wearing those things? Don't. It's not a good idea. And I think you can kind of see this, that during part of his time with the Lakers, his first two years in the league, maybe Lonzo Ball wasn't in charge of his life, in charge of his career, and he had other people out there who were maybe taking advantage of the fact that he was an NBA player, whether that's his dad, whether that was the uh, the other guy that was kind of involved in their lives with the big baller brand that I think they sued for money and all of that stuff, which we don't need to rehash and I don't have all the specifics on here in my head, but it seems like people weren't looking out for Lonzo Ball's best interest. They were looking out for their own interests and kind of channeling that through him. It's nice to see that that's no longer the case, that his dad's kind of faded into the background a little bit more, that Lonzo's kind of stepping out on his own and being his own person. Not that he necessarily wasn't before, and I don't know him personally. I can't really say either way. But I think it goes to show that, yeah, it's kind of good where he's at now and getting maybe a break from L.A., coming to New Orleans where he can be a little bit more low-key with his lifestyle and just take charge of his life and live it the way he wants and do what's best for him. There's nothing wrong with being kind of selfish like that and making sure your career goes well, that you're healthy, that you're making the kind of money you want, all of that, and not just you know having other people rely on you and you helping them, but not necessarily getting the benefits for yourself or to the detriment of yourself, which is really what this comes off as. And maybe that's me reading too much into it, but that's my interpretation of it because if you have to change your shoes multiple times a game because they are terrible and falling apart, it's probably affecting your play on the court in some capacity and that's not what you want if you're an NBA player you gotta be the best you can and if your shoes are falling apart you can't and not in the Zion Williamson way where it just exploded because he's such a freak athlete this was maybe they're just kind of deteriorating over the course of a game not good hopefully now that he's not wearing those hasn't been for a little bit and he's maybe wearing whatever it is that he wears this will lead to some better on-court play for him also sounds like he'll be healthy really for the first time going into this year that's big I'm just happy to see a dude who's on the Pelicans kind of taking charge of his own life how it should be and hopefully that leads to better things maybe that puts him in a better place mentally and we all know through Jaleel Okafor exactly how important that is so very cool to hear that that's not the case anymore I don't want to say this was cool to hear for what happened because it wasn't and you don't wish that on anybody but it sounds like he's in a better spot should lead to better results on the court for the Pelicans this coming season So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. Going to have one more podcast later this week, likely on Friday. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. We'll be back with you all next time. 